0: All right, Steve Gutenberg is with us. Last time we had him on, he was just fantastic. He's got a new movie, Love him. Break Even. It's on video on demand. Get it right now. And he joins us. Steve,
1: how are you, buddy? Hey, Steve. I'm really good. Grateful. How you doing? Doing great. Doing great. I'm looking at the uh, the movie poster here. And before we get into the movie, that is a throwback 1960s James Bond looking, po- beautiful poster. Yeah, they did a great job with it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, it looks like a throwback kind of a thriller here. How break even? Tell us about it. Well, you know what? I've always wanted to do a heist movie, and this is a really cool movie. Um, it's basically about uh, four guys who find fifty million bucks they think it's theirs they're rich but they realize then it's actually dea money dirty dea money which is going to uh, the cartel and uh, they got to deal with that and I'm playing a guy who provides everybody with these really cool cars so um I'm having a ball with it. It's really great.
0: Hey, Steve, when you do a when you're doing a movie, whatever, and your resume is huge, when you're doing a movie poster, what do they do? They talk to you as an actor? Do they just say, "Okay, we're doing a photo shoot. We're not sure what." The, when it comes to putting out the you know the DVD cover or the VHS back in the day, what do they tell you about the covers? Yeah,
1: you know, obviously it, just, it depends on your deal. Sometimes you you know. You can dictate what they put on the on the poster, and sometimes you don't. Um And I'm pretty easy with these guys because I just want them to sell their movie and you know do what they want. So whether they put me on it or not it's you know it's really up to them
0: yeah Steve Gutenberg's with us the new movie break even video on demand so get it now hey when you were you you know you had a string like none other in Hollywood police Academy cocoon three men and a baby during that period did you ever have like a Hollywood ego I'm a huge star or did you p- remain pretty grounded
1: I think for the most part I became I was pretty grounded I've always been looking at it as a job. But absolutely, there are those moments where you think you're pretty great, you know. Um, And I think that happens to anybody, you know, when you're in a job and you like what you're doing and you get some success. But it's never been something that has caused anybody any harm. But I think that my, sure, I had those moments where I think I'm pretty great, but you should feel you're pretty great. That's what it's about being a human being. You should love yourself and you should feel That you're terrific, and you should celebrate yourself. And you know, you shouldn't go out of your mind like uh, some nut job who buys, you know, tons of blows all his money or or puts people down. I think that there's something really important. You know, this um, yeah, there's a guy named Goggins who has this great book out um, about, um, you know, it's called "You Can't Hurt Me," but um, he talks about the cookie jar. And he says, every once in a while, you need, you need to reach into your cookie jar and pull out your past successes and show yourself how great you are. So when you are going through a tough time, you need to remind yourself how great you are. So, I, 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 you know, I've never been somebody who's, you know, been, you know, abusive, but I, I've, I've tried to remind myself how good I am and, and, and how, much, you know, how much worth I have. You
0: know what, Steve? I'm going to use that cookie jar thing with my wife.
1: <laughs> this is how great David I am, Goggins. honey Get the book Yeah, man, get the book It's called it's, I think it's called You Can't Hurt Me By David Goggins and He's a Navy SEAL And it's just, just really Kind of a good, cool theory That, you know Pull out your cookie jar and tell your wife, hey man, I did this. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Well, and Steve Gutenberg is with us. The film is break-even, currently uh, on prime video at the low price of five and ninety-nine. I'm gonna check it out this weekend, Steve. But when I'm looking at your list of films, as Torque just mentioned, and I'm sure your Hollywood stories, if we ever, if you could sit down with yourself and have a beer, the story's gotta be Do you got a book in you? Say it again. Do I have a book in me? Yeah, you got a book. I mean, I bet you could tell some fabulous stories. Yeah, you know, I actually wrote a little tome um, called the Gutenberg Bible, and I think it's on Amazon. Um, And it really has a, a few stories. But yeah, I've been really lucky. I've had some really fun times and met some really interesting people and done some good work. So, you know, I'm pretty lucky.
0: Yeah, with you Steve and I and I wanted to ask you about Ballers cuz I watched that series with The Rock and it was extremely popular on HBO. Steven Gutenberg, and maybe you've played a bad guy, but when I when people see you, they they see on the screen a funny, likable guy, then you do Ballers where your character not so likable.
1: Yeah, well that's the great part of I think getting older as an actor, you get to do a myriad of parts um and uh, and that's what it's about being you know, being an actor. And the great parts are really when you get older, you know, King Lear and Willie Loman, you know, that's where the the real juice is. You know, when you're young and pretty, you know, you play the the lead and, you know, you get the girl and all kinds of stuff like that. But I think that there's a lot of value in, you know, being a character actor. And, and you know, the truth is about the United States actors is there's some sort of rule that if you're a star, whatever that is, you can't play small parts, you know. Um, whereas every other country in the world, it's all about playing all kinds of parts. So you, you take a small part in a stage play, you take a small part in a movie, you know, you do a radio commercial, you do a radio show. There's a, you know, there's a great deal of value and just keep working, you know? Yeah. Working. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Hey, you know, last you know, it's time working, it's-
0: Last time we had John Steve, you mentioned, and I've read so much stuff about this about a police academy reboot, and everybody loved those movies. I mean, they made like eight of them they were so successful. Where does that stand right now? I mean I know the the corona pandemic has kind of pushed everything back, but is there a script in hand? Is there casting going on? Is anything going on with that project?
1: Well, you know we've been I've been begging Warner Brothers for years to get something going, you know, so I'm hoping that they do. It's a a really fun series, and, you know, I think people would love to see another one, so I'm hoping that they do.
0: Yeah. Hey, who showed up when you had your uh, star of the Walk of Fame? How many? Who were your buddies in Hollywood who showed up to for that moment? That's pretty sweet.
1: Wow, it was great. Uh, All the Police Academy guys showed up, um, and uh, the, the most important people there were my mom and dad. And, you know, that was the greatest moment in my life. Uh, The star is actually right in front of this casting office where they told me to, you know, get out of here and take a walk. And then I would (laughs) come back, you know, 20 years later and get a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame.
0: (laughs) Redemption! (laughs) Well, what do you got coming up? So we got break even that's out right now. What else do you got coming up? I mean, it's it's did it literally in Hollywood for the last nine months just put a stop to everything?
1: Yeah, you know they, they they did but I I mean it's filming now which is kind of cool. Um the um I did this movie in London called Original Gangster which is playing right now and I think it's on uh, VOD and you know you can you can get it on uh, on any kind of demand or Amazon. Um and it's a really cool another great part where I play a villain um and I tried to channel Gary Oldman in uh, True Romance. So that's another kind of a cool movie. I hope you guys like it. Oh, that's very cool.
0: Hey, if you could pick, Steve, good luck to you, sir. Yeah, good oh, I'm luck, sorry, Thor, go ahead. No, I was just gonna—I was just gonna say—if you could pick a dream role for you, what would you be? Would it be that bad guy, that something you can get your teeth into?
1: King Lear—that's the—that's really the the Holy Grail as an actor. You know, as a male actor, you want to play. Well, a female actor too, you want to play Lear. That's the you know, that's the top, you know? That's where you want to be. You want to do King Lear.
0: Awesome. You know, You know Shakespeare's stuff really doesn't... Uh, does Shakespeare's stuff, I'm just trying to think in my head because I'm not trying to use Google, does his stuff, what's probably his biggest uh, big screen movie where it's portrayed, you know, because cause he's such a... It was such a great piece then, but it has... Those things have trouble going to the big screen, you know what I'm saying?
1: No, you know, the old days, you know, Olivier... You know, he did. Uh, he did Richard, and he did Hamlet, and you know, and you can see all the on the BBC. See all the great actors, you know, Ronald Coleman or uh, doing all kinds of parts on uh, Shakespeare. You know, see all, all the Richards, um, see the Henrys, see uh, see of course all the Hamlets. You know, there's there's tons of that, and you know, you know, that's where you want to watch. You want to watch old BBC stuff. See, I'm watching too that. much color. <laughs> yeah, man, you get, you know you know, get, get, you know, you don't need to watch South Park that much. Come on. Want, come, up, come up with the big boys. Well, Steve, we appreciate
0: the time, the movie break, even yeah. Want everyone to watch it. Thanks, buddy.
1: Hey, man, thanks for having me on. All
0: right, take care.